The ARA acknowledges the traditional owners of the land where we have recorded this podcast, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and we pay our respects to the Elders past, present, and recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders as Australia's first traders, who utilise a sophisticated network of trading paths that have facilitated the exchange of goods, knowledge and culture for millennia. Hi, I'm Paul Zara and welcome to a special Christmas episode of Retail Therapy, brought to you by Australia Post. Joining me today is Gary Starr, the Executive General Manager for Customer and Commercial at Australia Post. Gary leads the innovation and product lifecycle management of Australia's Post's parcel and mail products. He has more than 30 years experience in telecommunications and technology sectors and prior to joining Australia Post, spent a decade at Motorola. I'm delighted to have Gary with me today to discuss how Australia Post is preparing for Christmas, which is sure to be very, very busy. And Gary, welcome. Thanks, Paul. It's great to be here. Now, Australia Post and Christmas goes hand in hand, right? So looking ahead to Christmas, a busy time for retailers, but equally for Australia Post uh, as well. How are things shaping up for you? Well, look, uh, Paul, the year is shaping up to be a little different and it's amazing to think 12 months ago, uh, you know, the, a large percentage of the population had just started to come out of lockdown, and that drove massive volumes, as you recall, from about July to October for us. And then we then saw the lockdowns ease on the eastern seaboard, but then Omicron hit, and people yes. were still tentative to shop in store. And But we did see move back to bricks and mortar, and we're seeing that now with coming out of lockdown and virtually no restrictions, people are returning to stores. And I have to say that's great news for those who have carried the cost of bricks and mortar for the past few years. So online spending, I expect, you know, we expect and we're seeing it moderate after a couple of years of amazing growth. But all that said, we're in good shape for peak. We've made some big investments through the year yes. um, and we're sort of ready. So I, I guess I'd say we're quietly confident. How's the recruitment going? Because you had about 6,000 jobs going, haven't you, in, into this period? So that's a lot of people to fill um, to deliver Christmas gifting. Uh, are your recruitment plans on track? Yeah, look, and I, I suspect we're seeing exactly the same things that everyone else is with the challenges with um, you know recruitment. It's tough out there. And yes, we're recruiting up to 6,000 new team members right across the different parts of our business. Um, and, and that's obviously created some challenges. What I can say is that we're actually largely going to close out the, you know, we're going to largely fill all those roles, but for a few. Um, and obviously, we have developed contingency plans where we anticipate gaps. But one of the things that's helped us is we've launched a, a refreshed EVP, employee value proposition, um, using social media and across job boards. And that's we've got a great pipeline of applicants. Then it's just about getting them on board quickly and and ready and sort of onboarded and productive. So yeah, it mm. look tough, but we're getting there. And and all things considered, I'm confident we can sort of manage our labour requirements through the peak period. Well, of course, as you mentioned, labour shortage is an issue across the industry. There's something like forty six thousand vacancies still available, still vacant in the industry. So um, it's great that Australia Post has managed to get on the front foot and get a lot of those roles filled. So um, all credit to you. We spoke a little bit about online shopping and as you expect, we're going into this sort of next six weeks of trade and most people have embraced online shopping, which we saw through through COVID. People are returning back to stores, but we, you know, do you expect, do you think, to see record-breaking numbers this Christmas when it comes to online purchases? And I'm thinking more like Black Friday as an example, which is a new phenomenon for the, for the country. 
So, yeah, look, we, um, as I said earlier, you know, there's no questions that we've seen uh, volumes moderate a bit, but um, we still expect consumers to spend and um, we expect a very, very busy uh, cyber period. Um, and look, as, as you've mentioned in previous podcasts, we're seeing um, whilst Australians are concerned with rising costs, that they are being a little more discerning, but still spending. And we're seeing that whole cyber period get longer, being elongated. So I, we expect a very busy period. We do expect it to be up slightly on last year, but just spread over a slightly longer period as many of the retailers extend those cyber sales. Do you feel you're better geared up this year than last year when it comes to having uh, systems, processes and people all in place? Yes. Yeah, so, look, there's there's no question that we do. Um, you know, we have added a lot of processing capacity and we, you know, one of the things we saw last year was a lot of retailers move to Express Post to the faster service earlier right. um, to get things out to customers and we've invested heavily in extra freighters. And, of course, one big change that has happened with you know, irrespective of Australia Post is that there are more planes in the air, more passenger flights. So we're going to have triple the capacity of last year in terms of – and they, they sort of help fill the gaps between our dedicated freighters and get parcels across the country quickly. So, look, we, we do um, – we have extra capacity. We have the usual sort of pop-up sites we've had in previous years. And, and, and um, you know, we, 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 based on the forecast that we've done, we're confident that we can, we can meet the, the, the volumes we expect over the next five to six weeks. You're bringing back all those terrible memories for me when I think about last Christmas because it was a, a real challenge due to COVID and there was the border restrictions and there's isolation requirements. Um, and I guess from what you're saying, we, we often don't think about the, the fact that, you know, mail does travel on a plane between states and internationally. And, you know, and in that you're saying we are a better place this year. Is there any, any other lessons learned from COVID that we, you know, that we should be thinking about going into this Christmas? So, look, I, th- I think in terms of um, lessons learned, I'd say there are three key themes. Um, you know, having the right capacity, getting having enough processing and focusing also on um, having the right technology. So, we I mentioned already we've increased capacity, but we've had to learn how to flex these pop-up sites up and down and do that really quickly. So, I think over the last two years, we've got much better at that and that, that allows us to flex at peak. Mm. Um, and when I'm talking capacity, you know, we it's not just in the air and, and it's it's also on the road with a, a large electric fleet. So not only is that great for the environment and for the safety of our our posties, but um, it gives us more capacity to carry parcels and letters. Um, and um, I think that the last one and probably the most important is tech technology. So we, you know, as you know, consumers became far more um, inclined to use digital and, and use their mobile phones and um, their expectations around tracking particularly during that period when they were delight, yeah. that was the only way to get goods delivered to them. So we've expedited the investment in our scanning technology to make uh, parcels more visible on the journey. And that makes a big difference to the, the, to our, to the retail's customers. Yes. And But it also means we can provide better ETA predictions and that helps take pressure off our contact centre and our customers' contact centres as well. So there were lots of learnings um, and I'm, I'm sort of pleased to say we have already made some investments and changes to improve the customer experience based on what we've learned over the last few years. Now, you mentioned those pop-up locations. Can you sort of give me a bit of an example? Because it's mind-blowing for those people listening to understand or to think about what Australia Post does to make sure they get a parcel and or a letter to us on time. Um, what, how, do, how important are those pop-up locations? So, look, they be- Paul, they became very important at Easter 2020 when that first tsunami of volume hit and we just weren't ready for COVID. And, and really, in simple terms, they started as 
an empty distribution center where we could we could store um, you know cages of product parcels and then work through processing them early in the early days by hand. As time went on through COVID, we started to add mechanization, so some conveyors and simple you know convey conveyance technology and that sort of thing. Yep. And then in the last year and then into this year, um, setting them up in the right places so that we can sort of flex with capacity and with some extra mechanization. So it does. To build a site from the moment we decide to make a capital investment to when it's live is about 18 months to two years. Wow. And so whilst we have a roadmap plan for the, you know, we did back in 2019, no one could have imagined what played out. And these pop-ups gave us that flex up and then flex down outside the busy periods. And we've just got more sophisticated finding the right sites, getting them switched on quickly, mm. having some simple automation and then being able to, and it's getting, it's it's the movement from major facilities to those pop-ups and getting parcels processed and back out. And they're, they're the learnings that we've had. Whether you pour candles or hand make sandals, Australia Post knows you could use a little more time and money to help grow your small business. Send smarter and save time and money with My Post Business. Easily create and pay for shipping labels, integrate with e-commerce platforms and send parcels from your nearest post office. And the more you send, the more you'll save. Another way Australia Post is delivering like never before. Search my post business to learn more. Now, your advice or our advice has been for consumers to shop early to make sure that their gifts arrive on time. And I always sort of say, well, that Black Friday um, weekend, Cyber Monday weekend, is a really good time to snap up a, a bargain, but equally to actually ensure that um, anything you're buying gets to the gift recipient on time. So you're clearly <laughs> seeing that. Now, did you want to stick with that as a, advice to consumers shopping or you've got um, – uh, other considerations for consumers to, to think about are there what actually are the dropout drop dead dates for deliveries that we need to be aware of well before i go to the dates like you said and and i've heard you say before tis the season to be early so we're encouraging people to get cracking on christmas shopping and and there's you know as per the statistics i mentioned um it is happening earlier and there yes. are some great sales so consumers sending to, so then getting to the dates um we have two sets of dates for the and really for consumers and these are just two simple dates for the whole of the Australian public. Yes, uh, it's Monday the twelfth of December for Parcel Post, and then um, Express Post is Monday the nineteenth. So they're the two dates. But then for our business customers, for those retailers, um, they've got a few more days, um, and uh, they have until the sixteenth for Parcel Post and the twenty first for Express Post. And it obviously, when you get to WA and, and the Northern Territory, an extra few days. But it's all on our website, so we have it published with a full state by state breakdown on the dates, um, as well as the key international dates as well. So you know. We just encourage everyone to check out um, our website and make sure they're really clear on the dates. And obviously, we work very closely with our retail customers around the forecasting and, and then that leading into that final day that they can lodge um, to, to make sure it gets there in time for Christmas. Well, that's that's terrific, Gary, that those dates are clear for customers. I, I guess what we're finding too from a retail community, and you'd be seeing this already, that it, people are shopping early. In fact, um, the work that we did with Salesforce was telling us that um, 33% of shopping, of Christmas shopping, will be done by the first three weeks of November, which is phenomenal. And then when we get to Cyber Monday and Black Friday, that week, we're talking about 25% of shopping being done. So almost more than 50% is done before we even hit December, which is very different to what I experienced in my in the day because November was always a really tough month to get people to think about Christmas. And it looks like we've cracked that code now. And, I, you know, what seems to be happening is people are trying to avoid 
um, supply chain disruptions, delivery issues, but also price increases this year, which has become a real top of mind issue for consumers. So, you know, I, I, I'm, 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 I guess thinking that for Australia Post, the earlier people do this shopping, the best place they're going to be to get that product there on time. That's that's right. And look, we um we've seen an uptick in the last few weeks. So we've seen the last few weeks of October sort of about six percent up on September, which tells us what your the, the stats we've seen from Salesforce and Deloitte and others, and that is that people are starting to shop in October and early November, even before the sales. And then of course there's a big there's a big jump into the sales themselves, you know, with Click Frenzy and Singles Day this week and then into the cyber, yes. that cyber period. So, yes, we do expect 3% growth over those five weeks into Christmas. Um, so, we do we do expect some growth mm. uh, but that's moderate relative to the last few years, but um, just a bit more spread out. Well, we're glad, um, Gary, that uh, your forecasts are right in line with the Australian Retailers Association because we're predicting 3% increase as well at $64 billion. So, good that um, even though we didn't get together that our forecasts are aligned. So, that's let's right. see how we go. Now, before you do leave us, I wanted to ask a little bit about, um, because I know you've been doing lots of investment in technology and we're continuing to see that investment by um, Australia Post. When it comes to tracking purchases through the supply chain, what improvements have been made over the past year to try and improve the customer experience? Well, and look, you're right, improved tracking and that customer experience has been just so important throughout um, e-commerce growth, but then the last few years, when people have been sitting at home waiting, they're just constantly saying, "Where's my yeah. parcel?" And they're either tapping the app or calling the contact center. So they've come to expect it. And just to give you a sense of that, before I talk to some of the technology investments, you know, tracking activity has skyrocketed um, with parcel volumes. So in the last financial year, we saw um, 512 million visits to our website, wow. and that, that was up six percent on the year before, and 390 million visits to the app. So people are becoming more digital, and that's great because it means um, they can self-serve. And obviously, the most accurate way is the individual item tracking, which and so we encourage um, our retailers, your members, to encourage their customers to download the Australia Post app because the number one thing our customers want to know is where's my parcel, and so that's where we're investing. And you know, we're we're, you know, we're investing in um, the number of places we scan through the network so that we can have greater visibility. Um, but we're also investing, and I'm very excited to share a new tracking feature that we released on the 7th of November um, as a pilot, which is called uh, co-branded tracking and notifications. So in simple terms, it means the consumer will see the merchant's branding um, in the app and, and on web tracking. And so for those frequent online shoppers who have multiple parcels on the way, it'll be easier for them to know which parcel is coming from, from which retailer. And I mentioned earlier, you know, two-hour notification windows, better route planning, all those things lead to a, a better customer experience, a narrower window in which to deliver. So they can then say, I'm not going to be there in that window, so I'll push it to a parcel lock or a post office. So it's all about that, just a, a great uh, receiver experience and using technology and their mobile device in particular to be able to signal that to them and signal it early. Gary, thank you so much for joining us for some retail therapy. Good luck for Christmas. It'll be a busy time for both of us, no doubt. Congratulations on all the hard work you're doing at Australia Post and all the very best for the future. Thanks, Paul. It was great to be with you. 